Hello, everybody. Welcome back to A Perfect Union Podcast. My name is Nathan Gangadine, and I'm here, as always, with my father, Ashok Gangadine. As we explore this journey, part three, uh, episode three is part three of what we're uh, referring to as the promised land. And, and what does that mean? And we've covered so much. You could probably tell if you've listened to the last two episodes how excited I get. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, like I said in the first episode, I've, uh, we have waited a long time to do this, to have this opportunity to, to invite our fellow, um, not just Americans, we're going to say that again and again, a perfect union podcast is not just for United States of America and Americans. It's for everybody, for all the people, for all people who feel that deep impetus, that call to arrive at this, at what we all know humans and mankind, humanity, womankind is meant to be. We're meant to be a harmonious people, not causing damage to one another and to our planet, but living in true harmony. But what we want to do, uh, we want to make that badass instead of uh, uh, no, uh, not dissing the song Age of Aquarius. I actually love that song. <laughs> but, you know, it, it kind of lends itself to, a, to sort of like, oh, well, you know, we can kumbaya our way to land of the free. No, we can't. And I think we know that deep down, that this is not some kind of fluff and stuff. Uh, land of the free, promised land, home of the brave anywhere on the planet is some badass stuff. And we don't, we don't just snap our fingers. If it was easy, guys, we'd be there already. We're not there yet. But yet, in the same breath, this podcast is a precisely about being here now. Uh, you know, establishing it now. No longer. We've, we've struggled enough. We've toiled enough. There's been enough sacrifice, enough death, enough uh, violence, enough all of this stuff. It's too much. We don't, <laughs> we don't need. It was already too much a long time ago. You know, we need us now as people to say enough is enough. And, and, and go after the real adversary here, which is in and within each of us. And that's kind of where we were starting to go in the, the, towards the end of episode two, when it was downright painful to end the episode, but we're trying really hard to keep these in, in, as bite-sized as we can for you guys. We know you're busy, um, but we hope you see the, 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 the profound importance of, of joining us in this, in this journey. Uh, it's more than just a podcast, just another gazillions of podcasts out there. This is, this, I want you to experience this as medicine, guys. Medicine, uh, this is a workout each time, but it's fun. We're going to play. We're going to get better and stronger at being free people. We the people is free the people. And so uh, we were going into this idea of what does that mean to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery? What does that really mean? It sounds nice. Sounds deep. Wow, that's awesome. Good one, Bob, Marley. What does it mean? How do we do it? What is, if there is a mental slavery, as you say, what is it? And what is the initiation to, to be free? people free free our to free our minds and, and I wanted to say towards the end of the the last episode before I ask you dad to pick up uh, where we were every time we say these words like uh, mental I know 
more than anybody, how many people respond to that word as mental means in your head, right? It's a thinking thing. Well, I got the answer. Just don't think so much, right? You know, you need to get out of your head and into your heart. You know, live, li- listen to your heart and you can't go wrong. You know, uh, you think about things too much. Oh, there's so many things. Get out of your head is one of the, the main slogans of, uh, of today. I mean, uh, when I was first reading The Power of Now years ago, it felt a little bit more new, this idea of quieting the mind and all this kind of stuff. Now it's like commonplace, you know, mindfulness, meditation, quiet your mind, still your mind, all these, all these things. And we throw these things around, but there is a very dangerous aspect to this that I have, I am living proof of what that means to get, to really get undermined and underminded. <laughs> My mind got undermined by these really kind of reckless slogans that get thrown around as though they're ultimate truths. And we, and what, the way I describe it is I, I, I went way deep into, okay, feelings rule, body, feelings, emotions, intuition, heart, down with the mind, down with the head, down with reason, you know, and, uh, I'd even get annoyed. I often tell this, this story, dad, you're probably tired of hearing me talk about it, but you know, about how, I just didn't even want to hear the words, the name Socrates or philosophy. And and I went through a whole phase of just rejecting it all to my own um, demise because I, I got to this point where I couldn't even allow myself to think because why? Because thinking, thinking equal bad thinking is no good. So if you're thinking, that means you're being heady and therefore don't think just get into your feelings as if there's some kind of level of feeling that doesn't involve consciousness, mind interpretation, which I didn't realize I I was, I, in other words, I drank that Kool-Aid. I went through that, uh, kind of intoxication of, I think of it as a kind of new age, spiritual flavored, sort of justification for not having to step into the most badass work of all, which is free your mind, which doesn't mean get out of your mind. It means upgrade your mind, aren't it? Yeah, it means, exactly. it means yeah. and that's, and that's when I, I refer to that as when I got my mind back. So now that brings us back to this, this point, get, reclaim your mind. And in a way it's not even a reclaim. It's, it's like, it's really stepping into it for the, for the first time, activating our true potential for what makes us humans. Our, our in-touchness with reason, deep reason, not, not heady reason, not, not uh, you know, logic in the form of, uh, you know, really heady formulas and, and thinky, wordy, cerebral, all that kind of stuff. No, deep reason is all inclusive. It's, it's at the heart of everything, including our feelings. So when we say mental, uh, emancipate ourselves from mental enslavement. We're talking also, also our feelings are enslaved guys. Our being is enslaved and, and we cannot be in the land of the free if we are, if we are trapped that way. So just in case I wanted to open up with that because just in case, and I know you're out there, some of you who are just like I used to be down with the mind, down with the head, it's actually doing you wrong. And, uh, and I invite you to let that go and consider if nothing else, just consider the possibility that this uh, mental emancipation is also a, a body emancipation, emotion emancipation, feelings are, are, are hanging in the balance here too. So take it, go. That <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so much beautifully done, Noth. Um, uh, so mental processing and the mind and thought and reason 
what what and I, and I like to hold the global wisdom perspective across the planet. Uh, it's 2,500 years of our great traditions and seeing the journey of mind and consciousness through that. All of uh, our great teachers and traditions have seen that the everyday mind, uh, great as it is, and it is great, right? Uh, all minding comes from the source of being, the source of the infinite presence. And we can't ever step outside of that logos, so to speak, or Sophia, the logosphere. So there are, there are depths of minding and me mental processing. And you touched on some amazing themes because uh, every, everyday culture is interpreting. All, all experience is interpreted. And that's an important word we need to pause on and breathe mm -hmm. a moment. Mm -hmm. right? People, how many of us realize that when we are experiencing the world around us, uh, think what we see, what we hear, what we feel, our inner experience, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm depressed, I have a headache, or uh, I'm scared, I, I, the storm is coming, the hurricane is here, internal, external, uh, all of our perceptions. Uh, we, it's, it, most of us don't realize that we're playing a role in what appears to us. The technical words for that in philosophy, but we don't need to bring it in here because we, we're, we're, we're seeking to just be on the ground floor. And what you're saying that uh, there's a suspicion about words like reason and thought, because thinking, say, ah, oh, you're in your head. That's just in your head. What is real is what's what we physically encounter around us with our senses, right? That's what's what's real. And so, what I can feel is more real than what I can think, right? Because our body embodiment is prior to what our thought is. So there's a long, deep, ingrained division in our everyday life across a planet to physicalize and to make the physical and the senses as a way of getting information as primary. And we tend to think of thinking, oh, that's theory, that's, the that's academic, that's, mm, right? So, mm. that the, so there, there can be a kind of growing disrespect for minding, for the mind, for thought, and a kind of privileging, if I feel it, if I have an intuition, if I, it's my heart, my heart is prior to my mind, those kinds of ways of thinking. Mm, but mm. What, what, what wisdom has revealed to us in all of our great traditions and enlightenment teachings is that all minding, every form of our experience, has an interpretation going on. We're, process we're mentally processing. Mm. We almost need a word now, and we've in introduced one into our uh, journey, uh, episodes one through nine, of mentation. And we need a more mm. generic word like that. Mentation is the mental processing of our life, of our culture, of our experience. All of it, feelings, hopes, desires, wishes, intentions, th decisions, choices, all of it, all of it. Mm. Uh, right, uh, our intuitions, all of that is part of mentation, and mentation is a mental processing, and that means an interpretation, it means a lens, and I'm interpreting it according to my lens. And when we realize that, what you beautifully pointed out is our great teacher saw that normal everyday thinking, great as it is, often information processing, we can call it Google information space, right? We're very adept at language as information and thinking and communicating with one another, even dialoguing as processing information, communicating information, as if you can Google that information. Mm -hmm. But our great teachers saw that there's a deeper way to use our mind than, than most of us know. It's called meditation. So the technical word for information processing we call predication. Subjects and predicates and joining information to make pieces of information and its content is what mm -hmm. we talk about. We always, mm -hmm. our everyday linguistic powers and mental 
mentation power is information about, talk about mm. it, think about mm. it. It's always about. Mm -hmm. So Wrap your I, head the thinker, yeah. Yeah. that's right. I, the thinker, separated from what I think or what I mm -hmm. experience, what I feel. So all of our ex experiential life is processed in that space, in that mm -hmm. more egocentric, ego mental space. There's the word mental, ego mental. But there's, mm -hmm. there's a source mental. Our great teacher is saying, but, but if you remain ego mental and egocentric, you're using a technology of consciousness that breaks everything into into separate names and pieces. Mm. Everything is in a silo. It's almost like Lego pieces, Lego land. We're living in the Lego mental space. When the word Lego means separate units, colors are separate: red, blue, green, right? And even colorless is the name of a color. You, you know, uh, table, chair, you know, ground, earth, sky, uh, I, you, me, all of that. Everything is named. Right, and we don't, and we do that normally, all of us across the planet, right? And they're like Lego pieces of information. That's a that's a function of our mental processing or mentation, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. including is we can't just say the mind is better than the heart, or the heart is more intelligent than the mind, mm. or leave stop the mind, shut down your thinking. You brought that out beautifully, mm -hmm. because we could still be in the wrong ballpark, so to speak, in terms of meditation. The, the, the science and technology of meditation cannot be processed and understood from an ego-mental space. We've got to upgrade and somehow step back and cross over. There's a journey to the land of the free and overcoming emancipation of the mind. Mm -hmm. right? if, we, if we're not aware that we're using a code, a matrix, a grammar, a logic mm -hmm. that, that, that's making it possible for us to have all of our experience, all of our feelings and hopes and wishes and dreams, and all of it, is in that space. If we're not aware of that, then we are under the sway and colonized by that. Mm -hmm. And the, the path to wisdom, the path to becoming free, the path to the, the land of, of the free, and where we have to free our mind from, uh, from, from patterns that we don't even realize are, are using us and holding us colonized. We could, could be in a mental colonized position. And that's really at the heart of the crossing into emancipation of our mind. So you beautifully point out, let's not disparage the mind. Let's not disparage reason. Let's not disparage literacy, the word, language, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? But let's become aware, are we in, a, in an adolescent stage mm -hmm. of thinking and mental processing and feeling and experiencing our bodies and experiencing the world? Can we experience at a deeper, integral, holistic way that is touching into the source of being itself and coming home to presence. Mm. That's a journey of all of our great wisdom teachers and scriptures and enlightenment. It's to a deeper form of mind. So it's not that we disparage the mind. We haven't touched the mind yet. Yeah, we have to mind up. Exactly. We gotta mind up. We gotta mm -hmm. upgrade our thinking. And yeah. everyday reason is, it has bad press. You know, small r reason, right? Mm -hmm. Is uh, I, I can reason, I can make inferences, I can have presuppositions, implications. Mm -hmm. I can do all of that. Mm -hmm. I can do. I can make arguments, right? Mm -hmm. I know how to justify. I can do mm -hmm. all of that reason, but that's yeah, exactly. not exactly. Yep. That's not capital R reason. When you capital mm -hmm. R reason, you're tapping the logos. That's huge. When you say you use the word badass, I think that's mm -hmm. right. It's badass yeah. to become a to become a logo sapien mm -hmm. is the highest form of becoming a human. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's really where we find person. truth, right? That's uh, uh, as opposed to like the, when you were saying predica predication, the predication version of truth means a piece of information, a fact. Right. 
according to the lens you're using. According to your lens. According to your interpretation, right. exactly. Most, not most people, this is a whole topic for is lensativity. Most people are not even aware that they have a lens of the mind that's processing all of their life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and their experience. You need, mm -hmm. You're using a lens that gives you your worldview, your belief, your belief system, which mm -hmm. can be an ideology, a story, mm -hmm. a narrative. Mm -hmm. And we all have our narratives. Right. And really quick, and, and that's we, why diversity becomes a threat, because uh, any other narrative is now literally threatening, threatening your reality. If you don't right. know your that truth, you're interpreting your truth, it, your yeah, exactly. Truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and there you go, there's violence, right? That is, is already, say, pause a moment, because even the word violence, mm -hmm. as we already, you know, we can be physical violence, and we know the emotional violence, and all mm -hmm. of that, right? Mm -hmm. But it could be that the way we're using our mind is already using a code that is creating a violence to the source of our being. Mm. That we could That's be it. using, a, we could be using, a, so whether when you speak of sin, to use that language, what is sin? It's being using a code that puts us first and not source first, not Allah first, not Yahweh first, not God, not law, not Logos first. And the great call to being a human being, a first person, is to put first first. And that's your point about we, we haven't really even tapped the power of mind yet and the power of reason, capital R, to come into the light of reason. And, and that is to up, uh, upgrade our feelings and emotions and our heart. It's not that our heart intelligence versus our mind. The heart mind, when we are thinking from the heart, from our center, from the source, right? That's our heart mind. And mm. that's the highest power of mind and rationality. Mm -hmm. We are rational beings. Mm -hmm. And to be a human is to become a rational being. And we haven't, we're on our way. Mm -hmm. So coming home to the land of the free is coming home to the land of Logos, the mm -hmm. land of source, to primary mm -hmm. being, to the primary word, to yeah, highest if intelligence. It was, if it were just a matter of heart, or what you could say passion or love, you know, where you throw these words around as though they're infallible, you know, love. Well, it's love that generates violence too. Think about think about religious wars or or people who ensue who who embark on violent acts because of their passion for what they think is the truth. Their passion, their feelings, their love for their let's call it a kind of downloaded version of the truth. It, you know, this so in other words, I'm just, I, yeah. I just, it just struck me that, you know, because I want people to stop doing that, that move as though like, oh, feelings are somehow clean and pure. Like, oh, because I felt it, therefore it's good guidance. Not necessarily. There's plenty of evidence mm -hmm. against that. But to your point about heart and mind, you know, we got to stop, you know, <laughs> chopping off the head from the heart. We got to stop doing that because that's that's the act of violence that we're talking about. That's a violent and our act. mind from our body and our mind from our body. Exactly, that's a deep exactly. that's a deep split, you know. This is mm -hmm. mind body when you become an awakened integral holistic being mm -hmm. in, in when the lights of reason go on. Mm -hmm. The light the, the, the lights of passion and love Mm -hmm. And the emotions turn healthy on healthy passion, body. healthy love. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's the call yeah. of our great. That, that's why yeah. I love one another, mm -hmm. and that's the space of democracy. Mm -hmm. That's the space that's waiting of deep dialogue where we're not objectifying each other. So you're back to your original point about the mental processing can be we can be objectifying ourselves and our uh, other and everything and around us by the Lego mind, the chop chop mind, the objectifying, fragmenting, polarizing mind that makes us, as long as our culture is using that code, we're going to be a divided house. And we're going to be self-divided in ourselves. And we're going to be cut off. And that's a violent space of objectifying. Because one of the greatest points about becoming a, an awakened, rational, compassionate, moral being 
is you never treat a person as an object. <laughs> and if we're using a mental code that is inherently objectifying, that's right. Cutting off, that's right. Cutting yeah. off the logos. If we're cutting off the logos, right, mm -hmm. or whatever name you use, you could cutting off God, or cutting off Allah, or cutting off being, cutting off the word, cutting off the Science. source of being. That's yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> then that's an act of violence. So a mm -hmm. so we've got to become watchful and mindful, not less mind, but mindful of how we're minding. Mm -hmm. We've got to mm -hmm. mind our minding. We've got mm -hmm. to realize, could we be using a mental code that's using us, nah, that holds yes. us captive, and that's that we've not that's become aware slavery. of it? Mm -hmm. That's a mental slavery. And the way to the land of the free, one of our episodes is, are we really the land of the free? Are we the free mm -hmm. world? Are we mm -hmm. the first world? We use all of these terms. We're leaders of the first world. Or we're leaders of the free world. Are we? Are mm -hmm. we free? That's one of our episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, all of these rich themes now that are just opening up in these first three episodes of a podcast. It's going to yeah. take us a couple of years. It's going to take us two or three years to work this through. You know, but I got to say, I I, in, in wrapping it up uh, right now, uh, I do like this. I do like these. Uh, it's, it's a challenge to, to do what we normally do in an hour plus, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> near it down. But I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this. Guys, I hope those of you listening are also enjoying uh, this journey. And we promise it's going to keep on going. So uh, thank you, Dad, That's for right. your uh, your insight. And... Um, We'll see you on the and next episode. Thank you episode. for your hosting. Yeah, oh, yeah, nothing. You're hosting beautifully. I love the way you open it up. I can just sit silent and enjoy hold silence <laughs> yeah. for you to keep going. Yeah. But we want others to join in and keep uh, tuning in. These are all archived versions, uh, so that if you missed this live, then you can always go go to the website HumanUpTV and yes. onumbeing.com and find these episodes there and we promise we're going to continue and right mm -hmm. now these are specifically focused on the post 1776 posting because we are in a deep crisis in our american culture mm -hmm. uh, the, the the holy experiment is in jeopardy and mm -hmm. as as Nathan pointed out it's uh, the american lab is, does not belong to america it's a it's a holy experiment for all the planet and mm -hmm. a lot is at stake, and we mm -hmm. are in great uh, danger, but it, it's something that has to happen. As Nathan said, we have to bring out, if there's an illness, if there's a deep mental pandemic that's been going on for centuries, then mm -hmm. we need to call it out if we're going to heal mm -hmm. and realize the call of our founding fathers and mothers. So we're going to continue with all of our passion, especially now. Gosh, thank you for saying that. Beautifully uh, concluded for now. We'll uh, see you next time or hear you, hear us. <laughs> and uh, this is the A Perfect Union podcast. Uh, we look forward to spending time with you again soon. Now